Ladies and gentlemen, boys and... Girls! <laughs> welcome to episode... Something. I think this is episode 30. I wouldn't trust you if I were you. No. I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is episode 30, but it could be 31 or 29. I'm pretty sure it's 30 of the Spearhead Sundays podcast. Uh, and I am joined by the lovely Jasmine, uh, my girlfriend. Hi. I thought that we would celebrate episode 30 by having my wonderful girlfriend on the podcast. Or episode 31. Or episode 31. Or 29. Whatever the fuck it is. It's okay? a very special episode. Oh yeah, of course it's special because I got you on here. <laughs> um, and I talk about you so much that I figured that everybody should meet you. Your girl. Again. Yeah, my girl. Okay. Shout out to the one guy who said... One, I got one comment from this dude that really pissed me off. He said, stop calling your girlfriend your girl. It sounds like cancer. How about, all right, you stay out of my relationship and stop giving me rules because I enjoy it. Jasmine enjoys it. How about go fuck yourself? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> How about that, mate? What do you think, Jazz? Yeah? You don't have anything to say? That's all right. So... Um, you may you may remember Jasmine from the face beef days when uh, we hoaxed today tonight and a current affair. Mm. Yeah, that was me. So, if you don't know the today tonight thing, what happened was um, today tonight and a current affair did a story on us. I'll give you a really super brief outline. They wanted to do a story on cyberbullying, and uh, we told them there were cyberbullies and they were making us look like we were evil. Uh, and then Jazz comes along. I stepped in as the the innocent victim. Yeah, that was being bullied. Look, I think I played it really well. To oh be yeah, honest. I think you smashed it out of they, the park. They took it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, because <laughs> it's actually incredible what I learned from those Today Tonight things. How quickly they they turn around stories and how like they. It's not that they don't do research. It's that they literally don't have time. To do research. They don't do research either, though. Oh, yeah, they don't. No, it's they obviously, didn't. yeah. Because what happened, you just sent them an email, mm. and then, was it the same day? Yeah, so they were they were running the story, um, and then I, I said, oh, well, I drafted an email. I called Lewis said, hey, I've drafted this email saying I'm a victim about to send it. What do you think? He goes, yeah, send it. And literally within an hour, they were calling me. They were, <laughs> an hour. They just read it and they're like, this is true. And this was about, it. I think it was about eight or nine o'clock at night that I sent it. So, so I don't know Under how the they, yeah, they just called me and they, they wanted me to, to come on. And I was quite busy. So I said, look, obviously we wanted to get the filming done, but I said, oh, could we make it? you know, the next day rather than straight away. And they're like, oh, we can't. We have to do it before the weekend and yeah. all these filthy lies just to get the film done straight away. So it's hilarious the way that they do their production. Yeah, it's crazy. They just, they're just that. Because, you know, when you think about it, all those current affairs shows, they have to put out four stories a five. day. Oh. Four or five a, a day. Yeah, for the whole week. For the whole week. And you, you just, you just got to believe everybody at their word. And, and not always are they telling the truth. <laughs> Um, so what was it? What was it like when you actually filmed with them? Because I, I, I filmed with them, but I was the villain, so they didn't treat me well. But you were the victim. How did mm. they treat you? Well, that was a very long time ago now, but oh, I haven't thought about this in ages. Um, well, we went to the park. They picked me up. It was actually on my lunch break at work. I gave up my lunch break to do the filming. So what was that? Half an hour? They got the story done. Oh, it was about. 
40, 45 minutes, they picked me up, they went to the closest park and we shot there and then they took me home. <laughs> um, I lied to them about where I was working in the building because I knew that all hell was going to break loose when they found out the truth. So. Oh yeah, you don't want them showing up. So I told them I worked at one of the um, offices that I didn't work at and they were, oh, they were so supportive, they were like, oh, you're so brave and they offered me money for my bravery. Really? Which, yeah, yeah. It was, I didn't know that. It wasn't for the bravery, it was for the I- exclusivity, really. They wanted, ah. they wanted to, I can't remember exactly what they said. They said something like, they wanted to compensate me for the the bravery that I'm putting oh, myself no. through I to tell the story. Because yeah. I think we decided not to take money. We decided money not to take money because... I guess they could sue us. Because exactly all hell was going to break loose when they found out. So, yeah. <laughs> didn't take the money. And... Um, after after they shot it and dropped me back at work, they sent me an email saying, "Oh, you know, once again, you're so brave. You know, you look so great on the camera and all That's this hilarious. shit. Just treating me like I was a stupid girl. So that was <laughs> that was quite funny. I don't feel like they were very nice, but I, they definitely didn't respect me as a human. They just wanted the story out yeah. of me. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what happened with the shooting. But it was really funny after it did go to air. Where I was working at the time, it was um, there were a lot of backpackers and tourists working there I was in an office of probably 30 people and about 80% of them were from overseas from Europe or from America and they just didn't understand the cultural significance of a current affair or today tonight like the way that Australians do how they're sort of a program that you just don't take seriously and all that everybody unless you're like 60 years old and racist you don't really (laughs) believe a current affair Yeah, yeah yeah but all these all these tourists they just didn't understand the you know, the way that we understood it. So all they heard was that I, one of their co-workers, had gone on a serious news program and made fun <laughs> of cyberbullying. <laughs> so that was the rumour going around the office. And I got shunned for probably about two or three weeks. Not very many people wanted to talk to me. Jeez, which... That'd be horrible, getting shunned by backpackers. <laughs> you sure really wanted to hang out with those guys. Oh, uh, no, look, it didn't, it didn't bother me all too much. But that was just a funny funny memory about the time um, they hilarious. all got over it yeah so. they just forgot about it they probably had enough pills to i remember the whole two weeks my boss pulled me aside and they said to me oh you know it's no secret that you've had a big week this week <laughs> <laughs> i love when jobs do that when when you've if you fuck up or you do something they don't just like they don't they never say they never confront you and say hey we know that you've been on tv it's like they just use language that the, the most the least impactful language possible. Yeah, it was really it was really weird. I don't know. <clears throat> I didn't work there for very long. That was such a long time. It's like more than three, three years. almost three and a half years ago now. Yeah, because we've been we've been dating. A lot of people don't know this. We've been together for or over four years now. Four years and two months. Yeah, you would know. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I only remember four years because it happened two months ago. <laughs> It's funny, um, every every time an anniversary comes around, shortly after, in my brain, I just think that we're at the next year already. The other day, I caught myself thinking, we've almost been together for five years. Yeah, which is just, it's, that's not true, is it? No, but I bet you next time someone asks us how long we've been together, I'll say, oh, it's about five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Jazz, Jazz and I got together, I was 18. Were you also 18? No, uh, you were uh, seven... I was 17 when we first met yeah. but when we got together I was 18 yeah but yeah. but um 
mentally, Jazz was about 25 and I was six. So. Yeah, Lewis was about six, so... <laughs> it worked out well. Don't tell the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we met... Uh, I'll, I think this is an interesting story. We met online. Um, mm. Jazz messaged uh, one of the pages. Well, that, back in uh, the Facebeef days, the yeah. Facebeef page kept on coming up from my newsfeed on Facebook. And I just didn't... I didn't understand. A big thing for me is understanding the motivations of why people do something. And trying to wrap my head around why these teenage boys were being dickheads on the internet. Yeah. Like, I understood that it was funny. Like, I got that. I didn't think that there was anything wrong with the page. It's just I could tell that it was, as as well as being so silly, it was also really intellectual. I just couldn't figure out, I couldn't place it in my brain. Couldn't figure out that why. maybe there was no reason. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that, maybe, Jazz needs to find a reason. And I, I think found for face beef, and for we, with face beef, a few things we did for a reason, but the overall thing, it was just because, because it was just funny. Just for the sake of it. Just because. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there was some shard head in my news feed who kept on commenting on the face beef post yeah so face beef kept popping up back ages ago in my news feed and i just one night i thought oh, i'll just message a page i'll see if they'll respond and i just sent a message something along the lines of it was like hey i understand this page is funny but, what, but I was I don't just understand. wondering why it is that you do what you do. Yeah, something like that. This is it funny, just, but why do you do it? Yeah, it was just really simple. I was just wondering if someone <clears throat> was going to give me a serious response. I and, didn't really expect anything. And then, and it was this is I was going through a phase at this point in my life where I just like to fuck with girls yeah. uh, and mess with their heads. Yeah, and call it so, a phase. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. But then I was so I messaged back and I said, uh, so we can meet hot girls like you. Added, and then I sent her a friend request. <laughs> like, the added, most douchebag response. Added, like it was just the fi- final, like the end of the story. Like it was an honour to like, get her a friend request from Like me. he was expecting me to be like, oh wow, I got a friend request from the nebs. Because if you, if you act arrogant, you can really piss somebody off. <laughs> and this was back when uh, nebs was anonymous, only known by the name nebs. It didn't have yeah, face. yeah, I was anonymous, yeah, at that time. Because originally, the original plan was to get me it was to get Nebs Adlai on a current affair bullying Lewis Spears. Anyway, but back to the what happened. Yeah. So Lewis I sent that that question. Lewis sent that So response. we can meet hot bitches like you added. added. And then Jasmine said Yeah, which is you know, that, that response she said to me, obviously I'm just gonna I'm just gonna accept that friend request, right? Yeah, that's when she really fell in love with me. Yeah, that's the, that's when I knew. <laughs> like, he wow, was the one. This is a good person I'm talking to right oh, now. Oh wow, that really helps you know, hits my daddy <laughs> issues on the head. <laughs> uh not no, no, what actually happened was I saw his message and I just thought, What a cunt <laughs> And I, I sent back it was approximately said in what universe do I accept your friend request? <laughs> Stick to girls who are four out of ten and below. Which is just great. And I read that and I was like, I like this girl. Anyway, that this was is our a challenge now. That was our first interaction. Yeah. So she didn't like me. <laughs> so this was more than four years ago. Yeah. Um, didn't get the answer to my question. Still, no. still haven't, to be honest. Yeah. But then, you know, down the track, we actually end up did we did end up meeting in person, and uh, our first date was pretty horrible. Pretty horrible because I was. It wasn't really a date. We yeah, just I don't met think up. either of us were being ourselves. We were both very closed and locked up. Well, yeah. After that initial conversation. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I was, I was basically playing 
the same character as what I messaged her with, which was Nebs, and I was being really closed yeah. off because I was me, just not listeners, interested. Listeners, let me in tell it. you something about listeners. Lewis. Are you calling them that? Yes. What do you I call, call them? Faggots. All right, faggots. <laughs> faggots. Let me tell you something about Lewis. Yeah. Lewis doesn't know how to act around girls. Are you kidding? No. Yes, I do. I'm oh, suave really? as fuck. He's suave. Okay. Apparently, Lewis is suave. Yeah. Okay, but from a girl's perspective, <laughs> Lewis does not know how to act around girls. Um, so when we first met up, he was just not not awkward. Like no, you it was, know what it was. Lewis I was wasn't guarded. awkward. I didn't, but the situation I, was awkward. I was guarded because I was in my head for a long time before you. I was like, I'm not going to get in a relationship because that's just going to get in the way of me becoming what I want to become. Which I think I still think is a, re- a valid way to think. You shouldn't. I think you should not be chasing relationships ever. You shouldn't ever be like, oh, I need a girlfriend. Because that's mm. just going to get you somebody yeah. that you settle for. Yeah. But also, you hadn't really met anyone worth settling for. Oh, yeah. All the girls that I dated were whores. Horrible. And, and <laughs> like, all the girls that I dated before Jazz, but were, were almost... Conf- were almost the, it was almost the reason why I dated them was to confirm my suspicions that all girls were whores. And, it you know, it was like... It was like, I think fire is hot, and then just putting yeah. my hand into fire and going, yes. It was yes. a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah. I was basically doing that to myself. And yeah. then... So, when we did yeah. meet up, we went to um, Chapel Street. Yeah. And I, I had no idea who I was meeting, because he was anonymous. And yeah, you're nuts. As if you did that. I could have been 45 and a serial murderer. Well, it was on you're Chapel insane. Street. Yeah, it was, very, it was a public place. You did it yeah. well. But still, what a stupid thing to do. <laughs> So I was sitting on the bench waiting for someone to walk up to me, and he walks up. This guy in his Nebs hoodie. Oh yeah, that ugly hoodie that the I used horrible to rock. Hoodie. I think I threw that out, by the way. No, it's still you can't throw oh. it out. I'll never wear it again, but it needs to just stay there so I can remember it. I think it needs to burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, our first our first date was horrible. Um, it actually ended with me hitting intentionally hitting my head on a pole. Yeah. Which is you know. The way good first dates go. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this girl's weird as fuck. I don't think I like her. Yeah, Lewis just did something that really shocked me. And <laughs> for some reason, my reaction was to hit my head on a pole. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it, it turned out well in the end. Yeah, it turned out well. Then we ended up meeting up a few other times and we actually were ourselves. And then we were yeah. like, oh, shit, I actually like this new person that I've met. Yeah. Lewis let his guard down and that meant that, I don't know, yeah. we ended up chatting. I don't know. It just happened, and then and here we, we are four years later, and we're, we're trapped. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I yeah. think that that what I was saying before about relationships is is that relationships definitely can get in the way of whatever you want to do. But I think only if you have a bad partner or a partner that isn't right for you. And I don't think you're ever going to find the right person for you if you go looking for it. If you go looking for love and you seek love out, or you. You're no. saying, oh, I really want a relationship mm. because all that happens is you end up settling for the first person who yeah. wants to fuck you. Yeah, when we first met, neither of us wanted to be in a relationship. Not yeah. at all. We were like, we were I both, act, both actively making the decision, no, nah, I to. don't want that. We we're both completely happy being single. And I think that's why. That's really important too. Yeah, you have to be happy being single. Because a lot of people do ask us, because we're quite young. We're only 22. Yeah, like we've been dating since 18, like since high school. That's a really long time. And And lots of people go, why? Why are you doing that? Yeah, we have a really healthy relationship. And 
you know, people who are even heaps older than us, like, they, I just see more of my friends getting in relationships and then they, they break up because they just, they don't understand, like, what it is that makes a relationship healthy. So, yeah. from, from my perspective, I'd say you both have to be whole and standalone people by yourselves. Yeah, you have to be able, if, <laughs> if you're unable to be happy by yourself, mm. no one can, no one can ever, no one no. can make you happy. If you go looking for your happiness in someone else, you're going to be constantly disappointed. Yeah. So, you have to work on yourself. That's, if you're having trouble in love and you're thinking, why, why can I never find someone who's perfect for me? Don't worry about that shit. Just focus on yourself. Yeah, somebody will come along because at the, at the end of the day, some, you, if you can focus on your own shit and you can get some semblance of if you want if you want to be a painter and you just focus on painting and painting and painting that way before you meet somebody you're like you meet them as a painter and you're like this is what I do mm. and I I would like someone who can fit into this life rather than being half a person dating someone else who's also half a person and then you figure out oh fuck I I want to be a race car driver and she hates that because mm. that means I'll spend less time with her Mm. And then you'll just end up resenting that person. But also, like attracts <coughs> like. So if you have confidence in yourself, yeah, definitely. because you know who you are, you're going to attract someone who also they have confidence and they have in themselves, and they know who they are. And together, you're going to be a good couple. Whereas you wouldn't be in um, if you didn't yeah. know who you were. A hundred percent. Yeah. This turned into a really in-depth relationship advice podcast, didn't it? Well, like I hear a lot of these J. faggots need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do get a lot of relationship questions, actually. Um, all right, what else do I want to talk about today? Where are my notes? I've got my notes here. If you can hear rain, by the way, we're sitting in the car recording this. Sorry if yeah. you can hear rain. We're in a car park outside of a Hungry Jack's. Yeah. It's very classy what we're doing right now. I think it's where you should record a podcast, really. Oh, yeah. Very... Well, you know, the car park outside of a Hungry Jack's like, pretty much sums up a lot of our relationship. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Um, oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. I get a lot of questions about the um, the locker that's in my room, oh. uh, the, the locker from a school, and I've never. I don't think I've told. This is a this, hypothetical. Oh, I've told story. this story once. Uh, this is a hypothetical story. None of it is true. Um, but I think that the, the best way to tell this fake, definitely not true story no. would be with the girl who was also not there. Because yeah. neither of us did this. But no. we'd like to tell you this story that's no. not true. So, so if there was... How did an, this, how did this yeah. theoretical school locker... Look, if there was an interesting story about a school locker... It it'd would go, go like this. Yeah, it would go something <laughs> like this. So... In this story, let's say we'll just make it with the characters called Jasmine and Lewis. Yeah, yeah. but these are these are like fictionalized versions, fictionalized of, versions ourselves. of ourselves. Yeah. So. <laughs> so one don't one call night the cops. early when we'd first started dating, or when Jasmine and Lewis had. Um, yeah, this is like this is only like two months oh, in. Wasn't we'd it? only been together a very short amount of time. We didn't really know each other, and was we when were already. My parents were away on a holiday. Yeah. Which been? which will come into the story later. Oh god. <laughs> So Jazz, okay, we'll preface the story. The Jasmine, her parents were away for a month. Yeah, and or Lewis something. was Lewis was staying at my house. We were just. And was that allowed? No. No, that no. wasn't allowed. That was we'll a classic story that. of of parents are out, come over, and do things that teenagers do. <laughs> so Lewis stayed at my house, and we thought we'd go up to Sky High in the Dandenongs one night. So we drove yeah, up there. Yeah, which is like, it's just like a lookout. It's like a romantic lookout thing. Yeah, we drove up there. We had some fun up there. Yeah. And then we were coming back down, and we passed a school that 
that Jasmine didn't used to go to. I didn't used to go to the she school. She never, she definitely... <laughs> I didn't go to this school for many years and hate the teachers. Yeah. And the, the system. Not at all. It was definitely no. not that school. It was this little tiny, like, Christian, Christian school. school. Private Christian school. There's only... Each year level was only 20 people. Yeah. So, there was one class for each year level with about so 20 So, if Jasmine people. did go to this school, everybody would have known her. Yeah, yeah. So, definitely, it wasn't that school. But we drove past this school that I didn't go to. And I said, hey, look at this school that I didn't go to. Let's let's go in and have a look so you can see the school that I didn't used to go to. Yep. Yep. So, we, we drove in. No, Jasmine and Lewis drove in. Not, we yeah. didn't do this. Jasmine and Lewis okay. drove in. To, we went okay this is getting really confusing yeah. <laughs> well okay this is what it is now we're acting and we're okay. playing the characters so we can say we this is now a play yeah. we're playing Jasmine Lewis acting. the characters method remembering acting. this thing that did not happen <laughs> right so we drove into the car park um, drove into the car park we backed in I was showing Lewis around we're in this shitty little sedan car no it was my first car it was a Mazda 626 Small. hatch older than I was yeah um, but it did have a hatchback, and you could put the seats down in the back. Yeah. So this, so what happened was, we just were walking around having a look. There was no one there. It was really late at night, and I said to Lewis, "Hey, Lewis, the lockers are just there. Do you want to steal a locker?" <laughs> and I thought, "Yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah. Let's do it." Okay. So we backed the car up. There were lockers in an open, accessible area. Backed yep. the car up, put the back seats down, pushed the passenger seat all the way to the front as far as it would go. Yeah, so we, like there should be nobody sitting in the passenger seat no, anymore. No, it was pushed all the way forward. Yeah. And we loaded the locker into the back. We just grabbed the first locker we saw, the one on the end. We, yep. we together we lifted it, uh, put it into the back of the car. Um, then I got in the passenger seat. It just fit. It really, like, yeah. the, the the front of the locker, because we had to put it in lengthways, and the front of the locker was touching the seat, and the seat was pushed all the way to the front. So and I the... was sitting, when I was in the passenger seat, I was sitting, and I had my knees up to my chest, and mm. my head against the windshield. Yeah, because Lewis, Lewis doesn't drive. He still doesn't drive. Have yeah. you told them that? Yeah, they know that. They know. They know I'm an invalid. They know how much of a loser you are. Yeah. <laughs> um... So Lewis was in the passenger seat. The the locker was wedged in; it just fit. Very unsafe. Oh yeah, and then we just drove, drove away. away with the locker. It's a very simple story. Yeah, it is. It is. It's People a good are like, story. where did you get it? Where did you get it? And I tell them, and and then they just then like, wait, no, you stole a locker from a school? It's like, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's how we got it. <laughs> we took <laughs> we took it back to my house because my parents were away, and also with some other shit that we'd stolen. What do we? What else did we take? We so when we're at um. We went Mount- through a phase in our relationship where we just stole <laughs> shit like all the time. It was a challenge to see who was better. at We it. never stole anything valuable. Like no. we didn't steal computers or laptops. It was no. it was because the more useless, the funnier. Oh it was. yeah, we have a chicken from Nando's. You know, with the number on it. Yeah, yeah. The table chicken. The table number chickens. We have. I have no idea. We still don't know who stole it, but we have a toilet brush. Yeah, I think that was just taken from a cafe. A toilet like. That's disgusting. We don't, we don't remember doing this, but we must One have. of us did it. Someone did it. It was, it was, it was a good idea me. at some point. It was probably <laughs> Jazz. It was probably me. Yeah, so it became a challenge to sort of see who was better at stealing stuff. It just yeah. sort of escalated. I think yeah. the locker was the biggest. The locker was the last thing that we yeah. stole. That was like, when we did that, it was like, we need to stop, otherwise we're going to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, fuck. 
Um, but I, I was always, if I, I'll take the victory, I was always better at stealing things than you. Well, I think that's because people don't think pretty girls steal stuff. You reckon? Oh, 100%. I, when it, I remember when I, had, when I shaved my head, I got searched <laughs> every time I left a store. Mm. Girls, they can just, girls could steal anything yeah. and they don't get searched ever. Yeah, I remember once I stole the wet floor sign. I went through a phase of stealing wet floor signs. I wanted to get every colour that I... Yeah, we have like four different colours. Four different colours. It's really hard, by the way, guys. There's usually only yellow. Like, if you yeah. see a different colour We got a pink one. Sign, That's rare as fuck. Bright pink. Yeah, and we bright have pink. A, a green, green one. one. Yeah, and we've got a yellow one, and we've got something else. And, yeah, once I remember, I was walking out. It, this was at a different job. I've had quite a few different jobs. And there was this big fancy lobby. At, I think it was my first job I ever had. Big fancy lobby. I was walking out and there was a wet floor sign. It was bright pink. And as I went, I just grabbed it and put it in my coat. And there was a security guard literally like two meters away from me. And, then, and I just grabbed it, kept walking, didn't look back. And no one stopped me. That's it. So, yeah. yeah. Girls can steal. If you're a girl, listen. a lot of girls listen to this podcast, just yeah. start stealing stuff. Oh, yeah. Send in pictures to Lewis. Yeah, of steal. stuff that you've stolen. It Actually, Don't do valuable stuff. Don't do valuable stuff. Do stupid shit that no one wants. Yeah. That's still just really impressive that you just, you stole that? Why? Yeah. Okay. This would be actually a really good uh, email. If you have, can you top a locker? Like stealing a school, a locker, a full locker with locks on it from a school. Can you top that? What's the most ridiculous thing that you've stolen? If you've stolen something really expensive or really necessary to the function of a business or a house, no, can you please bad. email me and tell me about it? I will, of course, keep you anonymous. I don't snitch, right? If you've stolen something ridiculous, please tell me. I really want to know. <laughs> Although we are in no way encouraging illegal behavior. Oh, no. Illegal behavior is illegal and no one should do it. In fact, no. I've never stolen a locker in my no, life. This that is characters. That, yeah. wasn't, that was not true. That was a story that we wrote. Yeah. But there is more to that story. Oh, yeah. Let's continue telling the story. Because that sort of ties into then how Lewis how... met my parents for the yeah. first time. So if, if, you, if anybody thinks that they've had a bad first impression with someone's parents, <laughs> holy fuck, you really need to listen to mine. This is the story of how I met Jazz's parents. And at this time, we were dating, but we weren't in a serious relationship. So when this all happened, yeah. I didn't give a fuck because I'll be like, oh, I, might not, I might never see this girl again. This, this is just funny. Yeah, but we now just I have to see them every week. Yeah, all the time. Well, not every, <laughs> not every week. Well, like I don't live with my parents, but yeah. when you do see them, it's um, it's it's not. We've as never bad. spoken. We've never spoken about like your me and your dad have never spoken about this again. <laughs> let's okay. Let's tell a story, right? So I was staying at Jasmine's house, and I was definitely Jasmine was explicitly told no boys in the house. You have house. to understand, my my family is very religious. Yeah, very religious. Um, very, they're Christian and they're very religious and. They're really disappointed in me for not being as religious as they are. Yeah. <laughs> but when you hear the story, maybe you'll understand. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe the disappointment's pretty valid. <laughs> but so Lewis had been staying there. I was working in the city, but not really going to work because I was fucking 17 years old. So yeah. You can't... Honestly, who hires a 17-year-old for a full-time An job? Idiot. An, An idiot. idiot. Yeah. Um, so I was working in the city, going sometimes. Lewis was staying at my house while my parents were away. You probably stayed for, what is it, two? I think two it was weeks? at least it was at least two weeks. Yeah. It was around then, yeah. from when I had my um, my birthday party, and yeah. then you just sort of never left. Yeah. <laughs> while my parents were away. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I was just living there, and we were just so it was dirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'd taken the 
queen mattress off one of the beds. It wasn't my parents' bed. It was one of them. And we put it in the lounge room. Yeah. And we were just in the lounge room. And it was just filth. And there was sex stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. Condom wrappers. Lube. Yeah, lube. Just everywhere tissues, in the house. Like every Every tissues, room gross. in the house. It was just filth. It was yeah. really disrespectful. But <laughs> it was fine because we were going to clean it up the day before Jazz's parents came home. Yeah, we weren't. We weren't. We weren't, we weren't going to let them wanna... see that. But Jasmine's parents, parents did the did the parent thing of they came home a day earlier than they yeah, said they would. They did. It's exactly exactly as you see it in the movies. Yeah. They go, okay, honey, we'll be home tomorrow, and you're like, oh yeah, sure. And then I get off the phone to my parents and I say to Lewis, it's okay, they're not coming back until tomorrow. And then two hours later, the car rolls up with my whole family, and the the whole family for Jazz's is mum, dad, and three brothers. One's older than me. So, and one was that's a little really, bit scary. really young. One, one was, like was really four young. years old. And so one was the whole thing's, 12. The whole thing's really inappropriate. Oh, yeah. Because he just doesn't understand. Anyway, so my parents walk into the house. We're in the lounge room. It's lucky we had clothes on. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy that, that <laughs> I wasn't naked because we were for the majority of those two weeks. Yeah. And... And they came home and it was just... This is the first time. I've never met no, any of them. No, let me describe. So, they never met any of them. Just describe, as you come in through my garage, they would have seen, you know, a lot of mess, a lot of sex stuff, food, wrappers, and alcohol bottles. Because it had a birthday party that they didn't know about yeah. and we hadn't properly cleaned up. So, there would have been alcohol bottles oh, everywhere. Just cringing remembering this stuff. Everywhere. we've never spoken about it. And... <laughs> I don't think I've even ever apologised for this. Lewis isn't the type to apologise. <laughs> um, and then there was um, the sky high sign that we had stolen, we'd stolen when we went to Mount Dandenong. Yeah. Obviously, does not belong in a house. No. So that's probably the first red flag. And then as they were coming in, we had realised, and I think we had grabbed the locker, mm. and we ran it upstairs yeah. to my bedroom and hid it in the cupboard so that they didn't see the locker. Because, you know, this is a school that my parents had paid heaps of money, the private school, and to send all their children desecrated to. desecrated with stealing from. And we'd, yeah, we'd stolen Yeah, stolen that's right, because we heard the car come up, and we had a really, we had a split second to decide... Do we clean up the condom wrappers or do we clean up the locker? We are like, well, what's going to get us in more trouble? And it's like, well, obviously you've been living here, so there's no way, like, cleaning up the condom wrappers isn't going to help that. They're still going to know. But they, yeah, so they'll know that I was living there, so they'll yell about that, but they potentially might not find out that we had been doing, like, major theft activity. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we hid the locker. So we hid the locker, and then my parents come in early. My dad, he's a big scary guy yeah he's like 6'4 and he's a big dude and I'd never met these people and there was also an older brother so I'm thinking and and, and I, I wasn't serious with Jazz so I'm thinking do I just fucking leave do I just leave he probably would have except I my I live in the my parents live in the middle of middle nowhere middle of nowhere so even if he left there'd be nowhere to go so I think that's the, probably the only reason why you didn't yeah. run away isn't it Lewis so I'm shitting because and everyone was just <laughs> yelling it was like what is this what are you doing yeah. blah blah what's that One and I'm thing just about my family, shitting my, my pants my family is so loud so as soon as shit hits the fan like you just can't hear anything even my four my brother who was four at the time he was yelling he was just shouting running around doing shit my mum 
Ben's like almost crying because she's yeah. like, my daughter, my only daughter. And I'm just standing there in the house going, fuck, is someone going to hit me? Because I, I come from a really quiet house. Nobody yells in my house. Nah, no, no one, one yells. No one gets in fights. Except for Lewis. I yell on, on, on the internet. But nobody, <laughs> we never yell at each other. So it was like my first experience with like adults yelling at their children. Which and is I'm very, shitting my pants. very normal in my house. But of course, Lewis didn't understand that. Yeah. So it was, it was a really extreme situation because like my parents had walked in to find everything. Oh, they were definitely allowed to yell. Everything that they had feared for their child. Yeah. Like, there was like, oh my God, she's having sex. Holy fuck. She's drinking alcohol. Drinking alcohol. She's stealing, stealing things. Stealing things. And this is before they, they discovered they the locker. They didn't even know about the locker. Yet. So we were sort of cleaning up, getting stuff like quickly, trying to gather all of Lewis's stuff so I could leave him. And I'm because, getting yelled at. Yeah. Your because... dad's like, how old are you? What's your name? Do your parents know you're here? <laughs> And I was just, I was, I was real confident. I was shitting myself on the inside, but I was like, I can't, I can't let him see that he's scaring me. So yeah. I was like, yes, my name is this. I live here. My parents know I'm here. <laughs> I was just like, I was, wasn't giving him anything because I'm like, if I act scared, someone's going to hit me. Yeah. So we were running around the house trying to get all of Lewis's stuff just to leave because there's no point staying. Like when my family gets all up in arms, it's just it. They there was to... no talking in this yeah. situation. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I did do something very smart though. Your mum was like crying yeah. and very quiet and by herself. And I came up to her and I apologized to her. Aww. And I was like, if I can win the mum over, I'm going <laughs> to win this whole family. And it, it was very effective. It fucking worked. Okay. Because now... Now your dad has begrudgingly accepted my existence. And, and Don't that's... ruin the end of the story. Okay, all right, yeah. He, all right. he kills so, me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in all this chaos, I went up to my room just to grab a couple of things. And in my room, I see my four-year-old little brother. This is where we had hidden the locker. We'd hidden it as best we could in the cupboard. In the wardrobe. Yeah. So you would only see it, it if you open the wardrobe. It wouldn't fit in the wardrobe, but it was kind of hidden behind the wardrobe door. Mm. So you'd only see it if you came right into the room and looked behind the wardrobe door. And that's exactly what your little brother did. And that's exactly what the four-year-old shit did. Yeah. <laughs> This is like after 20 minutes of hysterical anger. Oh, and, yeah. And I'm we just thinking, just, please don't find the locker. We were just about to leave. And we thought we were all in the clear. Because I thought if, if I could get Lewis out of there, no one would go into my room. And then we could deal with the locker later. Yeah. But no. So I, I love my little brother, of course. He's the baby of the family. But I just... God, did he have to find the locker? <laughs> so he found it. And then he, and, call, he said he told everyone he called the cops. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. I remember this. Really? Don't you remember this? He had the phone, right? He came and told everybody that we stole Four the locker. Four years old. What a little Four shit. years old. He got the Snitch. phone and he told everybody that he called the police. Because? Because we stole the locker. And then my whole family goes, what? Like, could this situation get any worse? Yeah, so now the police are coming around, is and, what we think, anyway. Yeah. It turns out that he didn't call the police, but he told everybody that he did. Yeah. So they all came into my room. And saw the locker, and you just you wouldn't have thought they could get any angrier, but they did. <laughs> they got angrier. And I'm standing, I think I was standing outside the house at this point, because I was like, I'm just going to let Jazz get my things, and then I'll stand outside, I won't get in anybody's way. Yeah. And then it just got so much so louder. So much worse. And I'm and, like, holy mm. fuck, they're beating her. So I come <laughs> in the room. This is so funny. Yeah, I, so I hear yelling, and I'm thinking, holy fuck, they're hitting her. And they I weren't. ran. They, they weren't. They weren't, but I ran in, and I'm like, I, I, I was ready to fight somebody, I'm like, nobody hits a girl yeah. and I come so in and ready, dad, ready to fight yeah. Jazz's dad and her older brother and lose yeah. 
Um, and, and then I walk in, and then everyone's just surrounding the locker, and I'm like, oh, fuck. They're all shouting. He's like, is that from the school? Where did you... <laughs> I can't believe you stole the locker. You have to take it back. Get it out of here, is what they just started saying. They're like, yeah. get it out of here. So, Lewis helped me carry it down the stairs. Which was we, very daunting, because we were taking were all, it down yeah, the stairs. And, and everyone was I had to walk us. past your dad while we're holding this stolen locker, and he's yelling at me, going, yeah. do your parents know you've been out here stealing things? What would your parents say? <laughs> And I just said, I think they'd, they'd, I don't think they'd mind, to be honest. Because they wouldn't, and they didn't. They wouldn't, no. Um, and My, I was like, so I don't think Lewis's, they'd mind. And that just blew yeah. his fucking mind. Like, what do you mean they no. wouldn't beat the shit out of you? That Lewis's doesn't make any sense. Lewis's parents and my parents are Very quite different. deep. They're really, we come from opposite families. My family yeah. is really highly strong. And Lewis's family, like... Probably a bit too relaxed. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit too relaxed. A little bit too irreverent of the law. Which mm. is, you know, no surprises where Lewis came from. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... We're almost done. This is a real long story when we tell it properly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, ca- we carry it down the stairs. I'm we, thinking, oh, someone's going to push me down the stairs. Yeah. We, we get down the stairs. We wedge it back into the car exactly the same as when we had put it in the first time. Yeah. And then, so Lewis oh, gets in the passenger seat. No, wait, before this, I want to tell this bit. Okay? Oh, what this else is my, This is my final act of rebellion. Cause that, that's hold still on, a- hold on, hold on. You don't want to tell this? No, bit? I do know. I do know what you're saying. I didn't know. I just want to preface this to say I did not know that Lewis did this. Okay. So we'd finally escaped. We got, went outside the we'd house. We put the locker in I the car. I could have run away, scot free, yeah. and done nothing and just left. But I had to. I had to win. Yeah. Right? Because so, I'm such a douche. So we finally had gotten everything. We're out. My family was in the house. We were out the front, <laughs> standing next to my car. We think, oh, thank fuck, that's over. Um, standing next to my car, I turn to Lewis, I look at Lewis, I smile at him like, oh, thank goodness that's over. And, and then we kiss. What, and then we, we kiss. kiss. But what Jazz didn't know... Well, I didn't know, and Lewis can tell what actually yeah, happened. Ja- in Jazz's mind, what happened was it was a really romantic thing. Ah, oh, we got out of there. Now we're safe and we can be <laughs> together, even though our parents don't want us to be together. But this is what actually happened. So we're standing outside, we load the locker in, and Jasmine's dad is on the balcony out the front of the house I had no idea watching us yeah um and and he saw me and I and I saw him and I looked him in the eyes and then I kissed his daughter in front of him and then I looked at him again <laughs> and then I got in the car yeah like I win motherfucker and Lewis told so me this rude. later it's just horrible it's the worst thing and you wonder why my dad didn't like you that would have made him the angriest I out mean, of all if someone after, did that yeah. to me I would have fucking chased them yeah after all <laughs> that had happened he, he, look, I think he already knew that I was corrupted, so I don't think he blames you for that. Yeah. But still, after all that had happened, and then you look I him in the face. I just had to stir the pot. Oh, I'd... you did. <laughs> to Lewis, make it worse. Lewis is just as much a shit stirrer in real life as he is on the internet. Yeah, it's that's true. definitely not like, an act. No. Um... It's just who he is. <laughs> he can't help it. Yeah, because I was thinking at this point, I was thinking that this is probably <laughs> over. Like, there's no way the girl's going to come and hang out with me after this happened with her parents. So I'm thinking, ah, oh, I might as well piss them off and make it worse. <laughs> and then I'll never see her again. And that'll be a funny story. Uh... Uh, but now I really regret doing that because I have to go over to their house for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I reckon it took them, it took your dad oh, easily two years yeah. to, to and he's talk still, to me. he's still not completely comfortable with you, but that's fine. <laughs> but that's my fault. But you, we'll we there. have to say what happened on the way home with okay, the locker yeah. in the So car. on the way, we'll, we'll tell the story really quickly. I was I, the driver. All right, so just to recap, I'm in the front seat. 
Um, the lock is right behind me. My knees are on my chest. My face is pressed against the window. We yeah, almost get home. Because the seat is all the way wedged forward to fit the locker in. So Lewis is right up up the windscreen. And we were driving home like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we got through that. We're, we're driving, celebrating. We're celebrating. We're driving to Lewis's house. It was drizzling with rain. It wasn't heavy rain, but it was still rain. And we get right to Lewis's street. It's about half an hour drive between where my parents live and where Lewis lives. We get right to his street. You know, I'd been driving pretty carefully because of the locker in the back and Lewis wedged all the way up to the front to the Yeah, I was freaking out because if I was thinking if we crash, I'm going to go, I'm going to die because I'm so close to the front of the car. Yeah. It's very unsafe. Yeah. So we get right to his street and I, I realise just as I'm passing it that I'm about to miss his street. So, look, I was a pretty inexperienced driver. I was only just 18. Yeah. So I slammed the brakes on, but it was wet. And we just so I slammed sliding. the brakes on, try to turn. It was in the wet. I just, I had no idea what I'm doing. I'm not a very good driver, to be honest. Yeah, still. <laughs> and we just, we just start sliding diagonally. It's the scariest, probably the scariest thing I've ever experienced. With Lewis, his face is like two inches from the windshield and we're about to crash into a pole. Yeah, like a big light pole, like the shit that people die yeah. when they hit. And yeah. I remember I freaked the fuck out and the only thing I could manage to say was, Please don't crash. And you know what? You didn't listen. No, I didn't listen. <laughs> so so we crashed into the pole with the locker in the car with Lewis right up against the windscreen. So my face hit the windscreen. Yeah. The locker hit the back of my head. It was fucked and it was really loud because the locker's oh, metal. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was so scary. It was so scary. We're totally scary. fine. But look, we were fine. The car was fine. It wasn't actually that much of a big crash. It no, was a small crash. It just crash. felt really big because I was so... It was just, yeah. And like, after, if we were going 10 yeah. kilometers faster, I would have been in the hospital. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Lewis does overstate things sometimes. I would have died. No, yeah, mate, okay. I would have burned to death in the car. Shut That's up. what would have no. happened. <laughs> And then we get then we get the locker <clears throat> then we drive home yeah. we get the locker out of the car yeah so we made then, it home to Lewis's house Lewis is fine we're all fine this Lewis is the contrast between Jazz's parents and my parents we <laughs> get the car we get the locker out of the car we bring it through Jazz is like what do we do with the locker I'm like oh, we will just put it in my room he's like what do you mean what about your parents I'm like I don't, they don't care they we don't care. just we just bring it out we. We bring the locker through the front door. Dad it's opens really the door. Heavy. It's really heavy. It's really Helps me move it into my bedroom. Because the, the locker's still full of books with locks yeah, on them. like some kids' books that they would have yeah. spent... No, two kids' books. Because yeah, lockers two have lockers. two people. Yeah, so his dad opens the door and he sees us carrying it in. He helps us carry it in. And then he goes, oh... Where did you get that? We go, oh, we just found it. He goes, oh, do you need bolt cutters to get the locks off? <laughs> <laughs> And he helps us break into the locker. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he just gets bolt cutters. He just cuts the locks off. he knows we're lying. Off. We didn't find it. Yeah. We, yeah. Found, we found a school locker oh. with, with locks and yeah, books inside it. Yeah, we just found a school locker. Like, and he, he knew. Stuff. And he's like, oh, I don't care. And he helped but, us open it. But here's the what I think is the best part of the yeah, story. Yeah, this is the best bit. Because, you know, it was hypothetically the school that I spent most of my high school years at. Um, and when we hypothetically opened the locker, it was hypothetically Fourth. the principal's daughters <laughs> of the of the small school so uh, look that that's probably that's so funny we weren't even dating at this point not seriously we were just basically just seeing each other having sex yeah um and then we did that and i was like you know what i think i like this girl <laughs> i think i like this girl a lot 
And then here we are four years later. So that's the key to a healthy relationship is steal something and... Uh, and find the crazy that matches your crazy. Exactly. Yeah. There you go, guys. Yeah. Um, so part. we just talked way too long about our first... Yeah, our first experience of uh, stealing shit and hanging out with each other. Um, I think what we should do now is answer some questions. Yeah, enough about us. Yeah, I can't believe... I hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed <laughs> that. That was great. It's a very funny story. I know Lewis has been waiting so long to tell the locker story. Yeah, so that is the full story. And it wasn't right to tell the story without Jazz here. Even though neither of us did that. No. That was all fake. No. So, but you know, don't call the cops. Really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we have a couple of questions. Yeah, we got, a, we got some questions, Jazz, um, and I've picked some that I think that you would be, you'd be good at helping these people. So, this is the miscellaneous bit at the end of the podcast. It's the worst part of the podcast. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah, we're going to do it. I thought you said that we didn't have to. No, we have to do this. this I is... wouldn't have come on the podcast if I knew. Well, I'm not going to do it by myself. Oh, can I leave? You can, no, you, well, I tell you what, after we do this, we're, we're in the car now, what we'll do is we'll drive to the west gate and just pull a sharp, a sharp right and just oh. go off into the water and that'll be it. Oh, no, look, that, um, yeah, okay, let's do that. All right, as okay. Long, okay, so uh, this will be the final episode of the Spearhead Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so um, this question, I've got three questions to, today, Jazz. Um, hey, Lewis, my name is... Oh, he wants a fake name. Okay, I'm going to call this guy Sam. Hey, Lewis, my name's Sam. Uh, anyway, I'm currently dating this girl who I'm really keen on, and we've been together for a few months. The thing is, not long after we got together, she was telling me about a guy she used to have a crush on that she fucked. But he used her just to lose his virginity. Bit of a dick move. Of course, it had to be a bloke I knew fairly well, and it pissed me off that he could do something like that. After finding this out, I started to distance myself from him and only hanging out with her. You're making a mistake. Lately, however, she's been acting really, I don't regret anything, and I've caught her staring at him quite a lot. What the fuck do I do? Sam, okay? What does he mean that she's been acting, I don't regret anything? Acting, so basically what Sam is doing, okay? Sam's in the friend zone, okay? Are you Um, sure? Is that what it says? Oh wait, I'm dating this girl. Dating oh girl. fuck. Okay, I'm They're dating really this girl. Will be oh. for a few months. Okay, so Case. you're not in the friend zone. She's just a whore. Oh, <laughs> that's a horrible thing to say. Just because they had sex with one other person doesn't mean no, that she's a no, whore. No, look, I, okay. she's been acting. I don't regret anything, and I've caught her staring at him quite a lot. Mate, she wants caught to fuck you, mate. Staring at him. Well, I don't know. What What does he do? Yeah, well, what does he do? You need to... Look, I don't know why she'd be staring at him. That's a bit weird. Honestly, I would say if you guys want to have a good relationship, you should probably, as best you can, cut that guy out. Because... Yeah, if... That's the thing. If you if you both know what happened, I'm assuming you guys go to school together or something, or you work together or something. I don't know. Yeah. You say virginity, so I'm assuming you guys go to school together. Um, you... If you can cut, you can cut him out of your life. That's easy, but that's not the issue. She needs to cut him out of her life. Yeah, she needs to make that choice because obviously, <clears throat> he, as you, if what you said's right, he did use her, and she obviously has something good with you, but she's still thinking about the other thing that she can't have. And unfortunately, with a lot of girls, when they don't 
they're not properly know themselves and what they need. Yeah, this is what we were talking about before. Yeah, what they want is the thing that they can't have rather than the thing that they do have, the good thing that they have. So and if that's you... that's classic. I need to fill yeah. an empty hole in my soul behavior. Yeah. <laughs> Look, like I don't think it's wrong if she doesn't regret anything. Yeah. I mean, the past is the past. It's part of who you are. What's happened. But if she's acting in a way like she'd kind of want to do it again, then that's not someone that's that you It's very would... disrespectful to you, mate. Yeah. And you should definitely not put up with that. Yeah. However, I would say that seeing someone looking at someone isn't proof that they want that's to true. have sex with them. That's true. Like, it could have been coincidence. Staring. I don't know. She didn't say looking. I've, caught, I've but... caught her staring at him quite a lot. I think you should she's, find out. She's taken a lot of looks. She's okay. thinking, oh, I wouldn't mind okay, okay. getting back on that train. Well, you don't, <laughs> you don't know that, though. You so, better watch yeah, out, Sam. This is what I would say, Sam, is that you have to talk to her openly. A lot of guys are really bad at this, of actually facing problems head on, something that could be really... Yeah, it's something that we suck at. Yeah. Is, is, is that... I, this makes me uncomfortable, but talking about it was going to be even more uncomfortable, but it might fix the problem. Yeah. So I'm just never going to speak about Cause it. Because if you, if you like this girl, <laughs> then you need to give it the chance to talk about it. Because if you don't talk about it, it's always going to be niggling you at the in the back of your mind. Yeah, forever. And then yeah. that'll ruin your relationship. So you need to talk to her about it. And it might turn out that you're interpreting things wrong. Or it might turn out that you've hit the nail on the head. Like, you just need to talk to her. Go to her openly. Don't go to her attacking her, saying, oh, yeah, I've seen you looking at this guy. Just go to her just to discuss where she stands with this guy that she has been with in the past. Because if you don't talk about it, you're not giving yourself an opportunity with your relationship and you're going to fail. Yeah, you need to communicate as well that... that in the, mo- in, the, in the most respectful and understanding way that she has to not hang out with this person anymore. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, then that, that should be what's important. Yeah, because... And obviously, okay, you're really young, so if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. You'll find another girl. That's another thing, okay? You're really young. You can find somebody else. She's not the only girl on the planet. Um, so if, if it doesn't work, she's like, oh, but I really just want to hang out with him. And, I, you know, I, there's nothing there. That, that means she wants to cheat on you, okay? <laughs> and um, you just need to cut her out, I think. I, you obviously talk to her, but if, if talking to her doesn't lead to anything productive, just cut her out. It's not worth the hassle. That's what I think. Um, yeah, well, look, talk, talk to her and... Just see see what she says, and what Lewis said is not necessarily true. That if she, he says, "Oh, there's nothing there," that means that she wants to suck someone else's dick. <laughs> not not necessarily one hundred. No, but correct. you know what I mean. No, if she, she if she yeah. if you go because obviously she's not friends with him, right? So if and if you say, "Hey, I, you're not friends with this person. You don't talk. Um, I would like you to commit to not to that to not hanging out with them." And if if they fight that. There's something there. They want to go back. It's like, no, I just I just really want to keep this casual acquaintance in my life. Well, just, um, yeah, just see what, what works for you. Because it might be she just doesn't say it the way that you do. In which case, you just have to explain that it, it makes you feel uncomfortable. And if she's not willing to make the sacrifice for you, then she obviously doesn't value your relationship. Yeah. Because relationships are about finding the, the agreement and the sacrifice that works for both of you. So even if there is nothing there, if it really makes you feel uncomfortable, tell her. And if she cares about you, you'll find you'll find a compromise. And if she doesn't, you can find another girl. All right. So next question. 
Good luck, Sam. Good uh, luck, Sam. Uh, g'day, Lewis. I hope you're doing well. Love your videos. Long time fan of the podcast. Thank you very much, man. Uh, I need some advice on my life. Keep me anonymous. Call me Harambe or Jeff. Oh, Harambe or Jeff? Harambe. All right, Harambe. <clears throat> I've been single for a few months and I've just started a new job at a cafe. Upon starting there, I realized that two of the employees of that cafe who I am now working with are old friends of mine from primary school. Both of them are girls, I'm a guy. I hadn't seen them in six years and they're both pretty hot and easy to talk to. I never work with both of them at once, only one at a time, and every time I do work with one of them, we always end up flirting heaps and talking to each other the next day. Harambe is a bit of a player. Yeah. This is what this is. This is where this is going. <clears throat> Fast forward three months, and it's becoming increasingly obvious that both of them like me as a friend, and maybe even more. I got invited to a party, and they were both hosting, and ended up, I ended up talking to them for the whole night. But every time I would try to talk one to one of them individually, alone, the other one would drag me away. Yeah, they're both keen on you. They're Sounds competing. Sounds like The Bachelor. Yeah, they're Sounds competing. Sounds like an episode of The Bachelor. Yeah. Um, except this guy doesn't sound successful at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, man. Uh, it's now been a few weeks since that party, and they both still talk to me a lot and always ask to see me, but neither of them knows that I'm talking this friendly to the other. Oh, and one important detail is they are identical twins. Oh, okay. oh shit. <laughs> this just got pretty hectic, Harambe. And they have similar personalities. I want to hook up with one of them, but I know it will crush and potentially damage my relationship with the other one. I'm not particularly keen on entering into a relationship either, as I just ended a very long one. Keen on getting my dick wet, but can't do it without feeling like an asshole. See, Harambe needs to go for the threesome. He needs to go for the three-o. <laughs> Oh. Which is impossible. Yeah, Thoughts? Good luck Threesome? That. Cheers, can't Harambe. <laughs> Shit. Um, look, man, I think you're just going to have to pick one because they look the same and they have similar personalities. Yeah. He hasn't well, even said he likes one more than the other. Yeah. So, obviously, as he said, he's he's looking to get his dick wet. Yeah. So You just, you just have to pick one, man. Look, it's a hard situation if you are just looking to get your dick wet because, because... because they are this identical twins. So, they're probably best friends. Um, and one thing to consider is that don't just assume that they don't know what the other one is doing because girls are really tricky. Oh yeah, they're they're, fi- they're already fighting. And they're identical with you. twins. They're they're probably best friends. So don't assume that they don't know. They might just be playing you. They might be doing it on purpose just to. And identical twins are always competing with them each other anyway because they look the same and everyone puts them in the same box. Yeah. So they're always like, ah, I need to be an individual. Yeah. What I would think to do if, is if you do really want to have sex with one, you can't go both. It's just not going to work. You could. No. You could. You just, <laughs> you'd ruin their relationship. I really you don't. could. It's not morally correct, but you definitely oh, could. Oh, I don't know. It would be really hard because I think that the other one would tell the other one. Oh, yeah. Away, and then the other one wouldn't be interested. No, I don't know. Depends what type of girl they are. You could totally do both. Okay, what do you reckon you should do? And then I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, this is what we're going to do, uh, Harambe. Jasmine's is going to give you the thing that you should do, yep. and I'm going to give you the thing that you shouldn't do, but probably would be better, a lot more fun. <laughs> well, okay, Jazz, what should he do? Oh, God. Well, I don't want to say now that I know that he's just going to go for your... No, no, no. He might listen. He might okay. be a good dude. He, okay. he, he did say he doesn't want to damage uh, their relationship with the other one, so yeah. he wants to be friends with both right. of them. So what I think you need to do is you need to pick one, probably... 
if you're Angolas, it's probably never going to be able to have a relationship with one of these. We know someone who did have a relationship with identical twins. With Do we? Yeah. Ah. He, he was seeing one. One was yeah. really interested. And then he ended up getting together with the other one. So he went oh, on a couple yeah, of dates that. with yeah. one. And then he ended up getting together with the other one. And the whole thing was fucked, wasn't it? Yeah, because originally he liked the first one. No, the first... One of the twins liked him. Uh, yeah. And they flirted for a little bit. But then he ended up dating the, the sister. The other one. The, uh, and then, the and then from then they had, a, they had a proper relationship. But the the one he originally flirted with always tried to fuck up the yeah. relationship. She was poisoned and to the relationship. And ended up succeeding. Yeah. She was poisoned to the relationship because <laughs> she was jealous like that. So if you're looking for a relationship, just so you know, it's going to be really hard. But it doesn't well, look like... said that he's not. Yeah. It doesn't look like you are because you don't even have a preference for either one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously personality isn't really the main factor yeah. here. So what I would say is that if you want to get with one successfully, that you'd have to pick one, choose probably the one that you think would be more willing to potentially the lo- the looser one the one I I'm, I mean no no I mean in terms of the relationship with the sister the one that's more willing to do something like irreverent to the sister who oh, the cunt one yeah the one it's a bit more of a cunt so yeah because she'll she'll be willing to throw her sister's feelings in the bin to have sex with you yeah potentially maybe the one that's a little bit more selfish is the word we're talking about yeah 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 so you but selfish before, and competitive before that's the you one. do it i would say talk to her um about what's been happening tell her like look i'm really interested in you but i'm getting the vibe from your sister that she's interested in me too but what I really want you're is a you. That's going to flare up her competitive nature. Yeah. So don't don't make it like that you're interested in both of them. Say like, look, I'm getting the vibe from your sister that she's really interested in me. But what I really want is you. So tell make yeah. make the one that you choose feel like, you know, she was the only You're the only one option. I'm interested in. And that the reason that you're talking to the other one is that you're just friends with her. So say, look, I'm, I'm good friends with you and your sister. But I'm getting the vibe that she's interested in me. But what I really want is you, is that I'm interested in you. And yeah. see see how that goes, because that might work. And then she's going to go, that bitch is trying to take the guy that I'm interested in. Yeah. That's it. And she'll feel really special, because you said to her, like, because this is basically the closest person to her on the planet. Yeah. But you're telling her that she's superior, because you're interested in her and not And that'll really one. light up. See, maybe this this is, actually, this is some serious mind game shit. Only girls can do this. <laughs> you wouldn't get this kind of in-depth... Um, knowledge from Lewis. No, see, I'm just going to give you the horrible thing that'll no. that'll fuck up a relationship. No. This is going to. This is Jasmine is Jasmine is using a scalpel. I'm about to use a hammer. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I would do, <clears throat> and make a like. Just know that the one that you choose, you're probably not going to have a chance with the other one, and it might not even be successful with the one. Because as I'm saying, identical twins, they're, they're often like sisters, so they might not even know. I would think that they do know that each other are doing it. They, and they, they definitely know. They might be like doing it to play with you as a bit of fun, because girls can be horrible. Yeah. They love girls the, are evil. Girls love the attention. They love flirting. They love the attention. And who knows? They might... It's unlikely, but you might get lucky. They might be into some kinky shit together. Together. But you're not going to know. So talk to... Choose one and go in really tactfully with the, like, look, I'm really good friends with you and your sister and I'm getting the vibe from her that she she wants to be more. But all I want is I'm just really interested in you just yourself and sort of talk to her and see see how that goes look if it fails with one don't go for the other one that's not gonna work <laughs> don't go oh it doesn't matter Head round best, two bro. yeah <laughs> choose choose the twin carefully and 
Yeah, I don't know. Or yeah. maybe if that doesn't work, just move on to someone else. <laughs> okay, right. So that's what Jazz thinks you should do, and that's that's um basically the first half of what Jazz is saying. I agree with. Okay, you need to. My my one's more of a long term game. Okay, this is what I think you should do. You can definitely fuck them both, but you have oh. to be you have to be okay with knowing that you're gonna make them hate each other for at least six months, but. That's fine. If that's if you're fine with them hating each other, it's you can go. Fine. You can go for both. It's fine. not. It's not morally fine, but you know, if this is this is this is the dick talking. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what your dick would do. This is what your dick wants you to do. Okay, um, what you need to do, okay, is you need to do what Jazz said. Is you need to get the other one alone. Maybe take her out for a drink and say, Our "Look, coffee. I get the feeling that." that you're interested in me and I'm really interested in you. But I think your sister also likes me. So um, what's the best way that you and I can get together without hurting your sister's feelings? And then that, that's all you need to say. And that'll really light up her brain. Because twins compete with each other, especially identical twins. They're always competing. That'll work. She'll be like, my bitch sister's trying to fuck the guy that I want. And then you then you can do whatever you want with her, right? You can fuck her, okay? So that's one twin down. I just don't understand there. how you think that identical twins hate each other. They basically. don't hate each other, but subconsciously they're competing because everybody puts them together in a box. Like, oh, they wear the same outfits and both of them are just striving to prove that they're their own individual person. But they could just be best and friends. What if they're healthy people? You don't know. Okay. So if they are competing with each other... I don't think they're healthy people because they're competing with each other when he's at parties. When one of them's talking to him, the other one comes and snatches him away. They're competing. This is a competition. Mm. Who can get on his dick first? Okay? And you know what? There, this is this is where the only winner in this race is you, man. <laughs> okay? So you that's what you do and that's how you get the first one. And then, okay, you can play it one of two ways. If you have sex with the first one... Then you have a window of about. It depends if they live together, right? They might they live if if they do live together, then this is going to be harder. But if if they don't live together, no, they're all about eighteen because he said that he hadn't seen them for six years in primary school. So oh, they were hosting twelve. Plus. Okay, they live together. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say so if they don't 18. live together, you have about three days to fuck the other one before they find out. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, but they do live together, so. You've probably only got you've probably got about eight hours. However long it takes for her to drive from the hotel back to her house, you could call up the other one and say, "Hey, I've got a hotel for eight Look, more hours. Come on." I think you might have to hammer the logistics of that out a little bit smoother than what Lewis is saying, because girls have mobile phones. Okay. And Snapchat. She All might right. even Snapchat while All they're right. fucking. I've seen okay. that from no. some girls. It's gross. Really? Yeah. That's have you? No. No. <laughs> That's... On the internet. Oh, on the internet, yeah. No, I've had I've had fans send me Snapchats of them fucking a girl. Like, hey, Nebs, look what I'm doing. It's like, like, don't do that. I'm not impressed. No one's interested in that. I'm not, I, don't, I don't think she's into that. No. Weird. No, that's weird. Um, If you fuck both of the twins, though, definitely Snapchat me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so this is... Okay, this is the other option. So they live together, so you couldn't do... You couldn't have sex with both of them before they find out what you what you can do though is you have sex with one of them and then you could I reckon you can have sex with the other one in about four or five months but you have to you have to stop flirting with the one you have sex with okay and you might have to cut back on shifts with them so cut the other one out of your life and then just focus on the other one and then I reckon you could do both 
and then they'll probably hate each other. But you could do it. I believe in you. But there are a lot of variables and moving parts in Lewis's plan. So if your life doesn't adhere exactly to what Lewis is describing, you might have to adjust it. Jasmine's is more realistic, I will be honest, but if you believe in yourself, mate, you can achieve anything. Lewis is more like shoot for the stars. Oh, yeah. Aim for the... What is it? Aim for the... Aim for the stars and you'll land in some twins. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's fucked. All right, next question. Is um, this the last one? Good luck, Arambe. Update me. If you manage to have sex with both of them, definitely email me. This is the last one, and then we'll, we'll wrap up the potty. <clears throat> hey, Lewis. Uh, this is from a lady. Hey, Lewis, because I know a lot of people at my school are fans of you, please keep me anonymous. Don't put my picture anywhere. Thanks. What should we call her? Michelle? What? She sent you a picture. Yeah. It'll come later. Don't worry. It's not tits. Okay. Um, <laughs> Michelle? We'll call her Michelle. Um, that's an ugly name. I'm sorry if anyone's called Michelle and they're listening. I'm not sorry. Uh, I'm just going to jump right in. Basically, I'm in year 12 and the formal uh, prom, whatever you want to call it, is in a couple of months. At our school, we get allocated partners randomly. What? And... What? Who allocates partners at a formal? Um, that's a school that wants, that is, they've blocked their ears and go, kids don't have sex, la 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 la. Do they allocate them male to female? They must, yeah. Or you could get They a... allocate male to female. Yeah. What if you get the gay dude? <laughs> or if the two gay dudes get want to go to each other, go yeah. go with each other, and they get allocated to girls, and they're like, "Oh, this is just not what I wanted at all." Oh, whatever. Anyway, back to back to the. Um, I know what it, you know what it is. It's it's for people like me who couldn't get a date to formal, and yeah. it really cut them up. Aww. Actually, no. You know what? I would feel even worse. Because you know that even though it's allocated randomly, the hot people are still going to go. Yeah, but you'll be my date, right? And then the random one is just a formality. So you know there's just some virgin loser nerd who's yeah, got the hot girl. When you are at formal, you don't um you don't, you don't just with hang out with the person nah. that you're sitting with at the table. Like you have the stupid dinner, but you don't even pay attention to it because you're already drunk. And yeah. then you go onto the dance. Everyone's floor. pissed at praise. Yeah. And then there's some nerd who actually thinks that the hot girl he's been randomly paired with is going to dance with him. No, that's and not happen. And then gonna she's just going to ditch him for some yeah. other the guy she actually likes. And then Mr. Yeah. Verge is going to cry himself to sleep. Yeah, this is that'd suck. This isn't the teenage dirtbag song. Like, no. Like, get back. This to is reality. reality. All right. So anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to beat around the bush here. I want to fuck him on the night of the formal. Wait, I think you missed a bit. Oh, no, okay. Hang on, I did. Okay. Uh, At our school, we get allocated partners randomly, and I found out through the grapevine that my partner happens to be be the guy I've been attracted to for ages. So she's won the the lottery. Yeah. We're actually pretty good friends and have a lot in common. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I want to fuck him on the night of the formal. Yeah. Or some other sexual business. Blowy in the bush? Um, the problem is he is heavily religious, Catholic to be succinct. I go to a Catholic school. Oh, no. So all this stuff is encouraged and he is super into it. However, he was only converted to becoming holy like a year ago. And before that, he was an infamous player. In fact, girls that have been with him say he is very skilled. So that means he obviously has a sex drive, even if he has sworn to remain holy to God or whatever. I know you and most other guys say that for a girl it's easy to get into a guy's pants, but he seems pretty stubborn and also I'm not gorgeous or anything. I have got nice I have got a nice red dress so hopefully that helps. Basically throughout the night we have to walk in together, sit together and take pictures etc. So I'll be with him throughout most of the night. My question is simple. 
I'm terrible at flirting and I want to know how can I get this guy to fuck me despite his devotion to Jesus. So basically, you're the devil, Michelle. <laughs> I've attached a picture of myself so you can determine whether or not my chances are hopeless. <laughs> and if he is completely out of my league, keep in mind that he's very attractive. That doesn't really matter when you're, when, when you're a girl and, and you're after a guy. Him being out of your league, it's not really... There's not really such a thing as out of your league unless you look like a troll. No, there is. Mm, I don't know. But in if high If we're talking school, sex... No. If in, no, but in high school, you weren't a really hot guy, so you can't say from that perspective from high school. Can you? No, I... Look... No, I, guys in high school who are really hot, they have all the girls wanting them. All the girls want them. They get all the attention. So they can be picky. So someone who's more average may not have done that. But I get what you're saying, Michelle. There's definitely a vibe in high school that the guys get really picky because you're surrounded by girls all day long. And you know that they love you. They're basically like a... Basically well, we don't like know. We haven't girl. looked at Michelle. So okay. she could be pretty. She could be a troll. Well, it doesn't... We'll see, all right? right um, I've attached a picture so you can determine my chances. If you do get a chance to answer this, thank you very much. I'm a fan of your humour. It epitomises the blunt schoolboy style comedy that I grew up with and never fails to make me laugh. Thank you very much. Sincerely, Michelle. This, look, you're not ugly. No, you're not ugly, Michelle. She's pretty. Let's have a look. <clears throat> Don't inspect too much or you're going to fucking... You're I'm gonna... not inspecting too much. Okay, I think she's pretty. I think... You look like you're trying to hide your face with your haircut. You, you need a confidence is the most attractive thing. Yeah. So you need to like own it when you walk in the room. Keep in mind, in room sounds like Michelle. High. All she wants is is she wants to get fucked. She doesn't want a relationship. Okay. But so, still, you have to be confident. Yeah, you've got to slide it up. Yeah. No. <laughs> Slutty confidence. Okay. Well. That's what we're going for. Do you want to say what you think first? Um, I think that this is this is formal. You've got a good chance because nobody really has sex formal like after formal it's not a really a thing not really not in australia no it's not it's it, i never heard of it happening i happened a couple of times but it's not a common thing at all yeah but i we, think you all have to go back to your house with your parents and they're yeah. all waiting up late for you because you went out to formal that night yeah so if you if you really want to commit to this if you you have to say it i think you have to say i like you do you want to have sex after formal? Obviously, after you've been into the night, you've had some fun together and, and both of you, you had some drinks. You have to understand, this isn't just any guy. This is a guy who's committed himself to a religion. Yeah, that's to true. Okay. If he, She's not yeah. asking, how do I get a hot guy to have sex yeah. with me? She's saying, how that's do true. I get a hot guy who's dedicated himself to a religion to forsake his religion for myself? See, this, yeah, this is not a... What you're doing, Michelle, is not a nice thing. Yeah. It's not a nice... It's a thing that's going to... That, that you can definitely achieve if you... You can definitely do this, but just know he's going to feel really guilty. Yeah. Because so, ultimately, if he does fuck you, it's his fault. Yeah, so if I can... What I would say Jazz is that, comes from a, from a heavy religious background. Yeah, She's yeah, probably better suited to this because and she I, did leave that, that style of look, thinking. Look, I was... I, I grew up... Um, with religion and it was something that I believed in myself and at one point in my life I was the same as this boy and I wanted to commit myself to to God to sort of wait for marriage and things like that obviously turned out well (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no I left the faith for other reasons but I can tell you during that period I actually was seeing a boy and I broke up with him because our religious um, ideologies did not 
um, line up. So this boy was not religious and I was, and I could feel that he wanted more from me physically. And to be honest with you, when you do believe in something like that, like this guy that you want to have sex with does, um, that is way more important to you than getting your dick wet. Like, it'd be... I think it's even stronger because he chose... He didn't grow up with it, obviously, yeah. because he was fucking around. Yeah. So he's... Basically, what that means is he's fucked a few girls and gone. God is better than this. Yeah. And to be honest, if you're really good friends with him, and then you do try and get him to forsake his religious beliefs, he's probably not going to want to be friends with you. Yeah, he could cut you out. I would. Yeah, he could cut you out because that's what's more important to him. So you have to ask yourself if how much you value the friendship. Because even if you try and you fail, he might say, well, you're a, you're a bad influence and that he doesn't want to be around with you because he, you, he what, to his perspective, you don't respect his life choices and his beliefs. Depends how hardcore he is. I think that, that he would still... I think it's more likely that he wouldn't cut you out, but it's definitely a possibility. But he could. It's a, yeah, it depends on he's his still, own Because he's still, what, in year 12, he's still pretty naive about being strong. I would no, assume, no, generally... Some... Oh, come on. You get really, really strong religious beliefs at any age. Yeah, that's true. You make true. those hard choices. Religion, religion really, really fucks this up, when I was, it? I was 16 when I was seeing that boy. And I broke... 15, 16. I, I broke up with him because I felt that he wanted more from me physically than yeah. I would provide given my faith. So I broke up with him. Yeah. And that was a choice. It was very... Well, it wasn't very easy, but it was quite easy for me to make that choice. So the first thing would be that... You might just completely fail. It's got nothing to do with you, the way you look, anything like that. It's just that he has other priorities. He's yeah. chosen these priorities. Because she's not, she's not ugly, right? She's quite pretty. Yeah. So if you fail, it's not because you're ugly or you're not hot enough. It's because Jesus is... I can't say hotter. <laughs> Jesus is more important than pussy uh, to this guy. Uh, but it's definitely possible. And basically it comes down to... You have the power to make him incredibly horny. And when a guy is horny, he's all the brain, all the blood from his brain goes straight down mm. to his dick. And then all of a sudden, he can't even remember a Bible verse. Mm. And all he wants to do is fuck you. So, look, it's going to come down to... You're going to have to dance on him at the formal. Yeah. Right? Because he's probably going to be... I don't know. I'm assuming that he's probably going to be a little bit tipsy. So there's going to be that social lubricant. No, he might not be because he's That's, Catholic. It could be, yeah, it could be Catholic. If he's not doing sex, he's probably not. That's d- true. Drinking. Yeah, drinking. Yeah, okay. Well, you can still dance on him. You're gonna to have to dance on on him at the formal. You're gonna to have to rub that, rub your ass against him. Do that thing that girls are really good at, even though nobody teaches them how to do it. You can all <laughs> dance really sexually. I don't know how you guys do it, but you all know how to do it. I don't know. I don't know the best solution to the problem. The first thing I would say, probably, like, to be honest, you're quite young, so there's going to be other guys. That's true. And you're putting all your effort into this I think one. Michelle wants a little bit of what she can't have. Yeah. I think that's the main... It might be another situation, is that the reason why this guy is so attractive to you is because he does have that commitment and that faith. Which makes that you him want to just so, ruin. Yeah, it makes him so unattainable. But you that's more psychology. You gotta leave him. You can't. You gotta leave him alone. I don't I think, think you so. could do this. No, I think so. Because if that was me at that point in time, and someone, if you were successful in making you. me um, forsake my faith, I'd, it would it would be horrible. You just feel so guilty. It's like it's the, like it's so hard to explain this to someone who hasn't had the faith that it's the most important thing in your life and if you act in a way that is adverse to that 
you've got no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, so, you'd make him. I don't think it's right. I don't. Nah. I'm sorry, Michelle. I don't think you. You yeah. could do this, but you. I don't think you should. I. Don't, I think you should just leave him alone. Fuck somebody else. Surely he's not the only hot guy. Yeah, and you're and you're so young. There got to be lots of other guys. Um, as you get out there in the world, the thing you don't realize while you're in high school is that in high school your world's pretty small. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's like there's only a handful of people who are potential suitors. But then yeah. you get out there in the world, and there's everyone. You can have sex with whoever you want. Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> no, it's really not. Like, you can... like man or woman. That's to all the listeners. Especially if, you, especially if you're a woman. Yeah. Right. Look, to all the listeners, just so you know, when, when high school is just such an unusual part of life. Like, it does not represent the real it's world It's not at real all. at all. And who you are in high school doesn't... That's not going to be who you are once you walk out those doors. So, if you're in high school, you're having a hard time, don't get too down on yourself, because it, it will pass. Oh, yeah, definitely pass. I had a shit time in high school yeah. until my last year, which my last year was really, really great. Yeah. But but all through high school, I had a horrible time. Just because just because I was a freak and I didn't know how to socialize. It was 100% my fault. I wouldn't have been friends with me. I would have bullied me. <laughs> I didn't get bullied, but I just had no friends. Mm. And but, and I just learned how to, how to socialize and make friends and follow my passion, and that gave me confidence. And then... You know, I've made way better friends outside of school yeah. in in comedy and and you know people like jazz that I didn't meet in school. Mm. That it's such a small world, and I hardly see people from high school anymore, mm. apart from my really close friends. Well, look, I'm just trying to think about how to help Michelle because I don't want her to go. Look, oh no, wait, wait, wait. We don't want Michelle to leave this podcast With, without without yeah. a pathway to a dick. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're here for. Yeah. Um. So I'm just trying to think of the best way. If you did decide that you wanted to do it, look, know that you're putting yourself out there and you might get rejected and feel horrible. But if you do, what's the best best way to success? I don't think that just yeah, we're throwing we're him. throwing morals yeah. out the door. Yeah. So just so you know, this is a horrible thing to do. But if you're going to do it, this is how you're going to do it. Mm. I don't think just grinding on him would be the. It's gonna have. To, it's gonna have to be. You're gonna have to chip down that wall of faith, brick by brick. I think you're gonna throughout have to... the whole night. I think you're going to have to get him alone. Yeah. You're going to have to... Because, see, this is what... this is what, He's probably... He's probably going to kiss you. I'm thinking that... Uh, mm. You can't assume that. They're just formal partners. Yeah, but if she... If she's... She's pretty, right? Yeah. She can do it. Any girl... Unless you're ugly, you can... You can basically get just about any guy you want. I believe. If you do... If you flirt with them... If you... Uh, she said she doesn't know how to flirt. Which yeah, that's is... why I'm trying to think of how, how to tell her what moves to pull. It's just a little bit hard because I don't know if the school you're at is large or small. I know the Christian school I went to was quite small. And at formal, I did grind on someone. And I was told, a teacher quickly ran up to me, this is hilarious, and <laughs> said to me, oh, we don't dance like that here. And I said to her, why not? <laughs> um, and she just <laughs> looks at me and goes... You'll understand when you're older. And do you get it now? <laughs> oh, yeah, I get it now. I totally didn't get it then. No, of course. Of course I knew what I was doing. Yeah. It's just We only fucking... do the nut bush here. Yeah, basically. <laughs> is that they're trying to throw this party for all these young young people and then it got them to do stuff that young people make sure that they don't act like young people. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. So if it's a, sm- if it's a small formal... Um, yeah, my formals Honestly, were all big. Honestly, I think if you want that dick, you probably have to look for it more long term instead of just at the formal. Yeah. Um, if it's he's a small probably already one. organized to be get picked up by his parents or go back to their house. 
Yeah, it's like it's probably going to be hard logistically um, at a small format. If it's a bit bigger, you probably have a bit more freedom to see. Like if there's a lot of people and there's not so much. Unless you get an Airbnb around the corner. Yeah, but there's go, no there's no guarantee he's going to come back with. Hey, you. I'm staying here. Can you? You could just act a little bit drunk and say I had too much. Can you walk me back? <laughs> maybe. And then sober up halfway maybe, through. Maybe. Yeah, you could get like um. You have to get him alone. No, no, no. Listen. So what? It, maybe you could get like an Airbnb or rent somewhere, um, just for the night. An That's Airbnb will close. cost you eighty bucks maximum yeah. for the night. It's well, real easy you to do. You wouldn't want a, a room in a house. You'd want like a small, small apartment or one. Yeah, you'd want thing. the whole. Yeah. And then the I would get. I would actually organize a few people to go back, so he doesn't just have so much pressure. That's true because it so, might be awkward. You need yeah. a couple of people to come over. You need a few people, but you need enough space that you'll be able to get, get him, him alone. alone. But you need the incentive to get him to come over that isn't so awkward. You know what so you need? You need, need to bring a group of people. To a group of people and all of them also have a partner that they're interested in. Yeah. So it's like... Look, we're sorry if you can't do this. This is just thinking of the best way. Yeah. Yeah. You asked how. We're telling you how. You, yeah. It's your job to figure out how to do it. <laughs> so, because yeah. Airbnb is... and you want, like, two other yeah. couples. Yeah. You want a couple of other people. That are already you fucking them, or they want to yeah, fuck. Yeah. You can get them all to chip in for a room. So, start talking about it now, you know, with them. Yeah. And be like, oh, we'll just, you know, go back and, I don't know, we'll fucking watch movies or whatever they want to do. Yeah. Don't don't make it a big deal. Yeah. Don't, talk, don't make it a sex party. Just make it... Uh, you know, we'll get a room. We can stay there. It'll be fun. We can have a little party at the formal, and then we then we have to just you know walk around the corner. And, yeah, and tell your parents that you're staying stay at your girlfriend's house. Don't yeah. don't like if they're all because if they're anything like yeah, my they parents, fucking, they know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would I would do that and sort of stay close to your guy. And as Lewis said, maybe act a little bit drunk. Um, get him to walk you there. Or even organize beforehand that he would stay there. Yeah, that's what the whole point was. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can, yeah, if you can get an Airbnb, get him to agree to stay there to watch movies and just hang out and have a good wholesome Christian night. Yeah. You can corrupt the fuck out of him if you get him in a bed. Yeah. The whole point is that you need some extended time, just so you know, formals aren't like they are in the movies. Nah, it's nothing like that. Like it's really, (laughs) it's not much time. You spent all this time doing your bloody hair and makeup. And then you end up in a limousine with a whole bunch of people that you don't like. Yeah. And then you have to eat food that's really average. Yeah. And then you're dancing on the dance floor in a strapless bar, bra is propping off the whole time. You have to go yeah. to the toilet. Yeah. Like, it's really... I know it's how no, that feels. It's, it's <laughs> no fun for a girl. It's all this effort. And then you get there and it's all over. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine, I guess. It was all right. And Got then a for guys... You have this belief that even though none of the girls wanted to fuck you all throughout year 12, for some reason on that night, you've got a chance with all of them. (laughs) And then you just get reminded one by one that none of them actually want to fuck you. Formal doesn't change that. And then everyone (laughs) just goes home early. So, look, the best thing to do would be if there's an after party. I know I did go to a formal. It wasn't my formal. It was a different one. Yeah, you need to host the after party that's small. Yeah, you need something. And everyone going as a couple. You need to get the booze going you got to be the organizer you need to be like around him like everywhere that he is but don't don't be annoying yeah some girls get really annoying when they're trying to flirt yeah just be like happy-go-lucky yeah and a bit drunk yeah so yeah that's all you need to do you need to host a very small after party everybody going as a couple and you and him like maximum six people including you guys and then if there is a big after party going on just go along to that one because there's there's private rooms and stuff Shit. Yeah. yeah, you just need to get him alone 
outside of the formal yeah. at an after party. So just so it's, you know, it's not going to happen at formal. It's going to happen at an after party. Nothing. There's too yeah. many people around. So He'll organize be an Airbnb or organize an after party, and then uh, you're just going to put the moves on him when you're alone yeah. in a room. Yeah. And look, he might drink. He might. He might want to have sex with you. Like he might get caught up in the moment. Um, and sort of be be where he is. So you're sitting on the couch watching movies, sit next to him, and as I said, be a bit drunk. You know, be all like, it takes from girls ha, is, ha, is, uh, is con- like physical body contact. Yeah, you, you when, know. especially when you're in high school, that is all that it takes. Stop interrupting me. I'm to give you really a semi. Good advice here. All right, I'm talking really about semis advice. though. All right. No one needs to hear about your semi, Lewis. All right. <laughs> just. <stop. laughs> so you know, you know. We got to wrap this up pretty quick. Yeah, though. we so are. So go. just quickly. Um, so, you know, just be a bit, bit bit tipsy, bit happy-go-lucky, you know, laugh and sort of be like, oh, I'm so tired and flop, flop your he- head on his shoulder and, you know, you can rub his thigh and sort of not, not too aggressively, just sort of be there so that he knows that you're like there. Anything beyond it, like a, a friendly yeah. physical contact sit, is going to give any guy Sammy and be like, oh shit, she wants to fuck me, what do I do? Oh, my God. Sit in a way so you can see down your dress. Yeah, like, there's you know, so all much. The, all the normal stuff. This is disgusting. I never thought I'd be given advice like this. Yeah. I'm really good at it, though, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> Jazz knows what she's doing. I know right? my shit. <laughs> but, look. Don't... Just... Okay, that's how you fuck him. But just know, you can definitely do it. But if you do it, he's going to hate himself for a long time. And yeah, that's your gonna fault. Be, it's going to be tough. So. Uh, but you know, it's not really your fault, I guess. It's also... But, yeah. It's his fault. If he, if he decides to put aside his morals, you can't take that... It's not 100% your, your fault. Not 100% your fault, but you definitely play a part in it. Yeah. Um, good it's luck, like, though. Yeah. It's like if you ha- sleep with someone who has a partner. Holy fuck. This is, I thought, the one with Carla was the longest podcast, but we just broke the record. Lewis and I so, just talk too much. So yeah. sorry about that. I think it's that. time to wrap this one up. Good yeah. luck, Michelle. I hope... Uh, let me know if you... Let me know how formal yeah. goes. Send me an email and I'll read it out on the podcast. Yeah. Or I won't if you don't want me to. But uh, okay. I think I'd like an update. Lewis and I have to go jump off the Westgate now, though. Yeah, yeah. Because that was a really long miscellaneous bit of the end. Yeah. We're sorry, um, guys. Sorry, right. guys. But uh, thank you very much for coming on, Jasmine. I'll have you back in future. Yeah, it was nice chatting to you, faggots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Speared Sunday. Subscribe on iTunes. Give me a rating. Have a shit one. See ya.